I'm Jeff Desiato, a local realtor, aspiring actor, and transplant to the Springfort area. And I'm on a mission to find the best that Springfort has to offer. I'll be interviewing local business owners, civil servants, and other prominent members of the community to find out what makes Springfort a great place to live, work, eat, and explore. I invite you to join me on my journey as I discover Springfort. Hey everybody, welcome back to Discover Springford. I'm here with Royers Ford's new mayor, Jenna Antonowitz. Jenna, thanks for being on the show today. Thank you. And I appreciate you opening up your lovely home to me. Um, I wanted to jump right in, because I know you have a sleeping child. Um, why don't we go back to the beginning and tell us a little bit about your life story and how you ended up here in Royers Ford. Sure, my life story, wow. Yeah, in, well, a, in a nutshell, <laughs> no pressure. <laughs> Well, as a fellow transplant, you can understand, um, we came about two and a half years ago to Royer's Ward, and I will tell you, when we did our research and went all the way up 476, we absolutely did our research. Yeah. <laughs> so we were really intentional about wanting to be in a really good school district. We were intentional about wanting a small town. We mm -hmm. come from small towns, right. um, and so we fell in love with the idea of being part of a close-knit community. So that's really what we wanted. And so when we moved out here, it was for my husband's job originally, okay. and then I was working in nearby Collegeville. We had our son, and so I'm a stay-at-home mom now, and decided to see what, what I could do to get involved in the community. But before that, I'm originally from Pennsylvania. I grew up in Upper Bucks County, which was okay. not in a small town. It was really? 20 minutes to the closest grocery store. And so when we went out to college and I was in Seagullins Grove, Pennsylvania, which is really tiny, yeah. it's in you know central Pennsylvania. But for me, that was like taking a step up. There was <laughs> doors down the street, you know, we had the mall nearby, a movie theater, was not a half hour away. So that was pretty exciting. So that was my first taste of being in a small town in a community that had, you know, fall festivals and had things to do and shops and restaurants to walk to. And it was really great. And so we ended up staying there and working there. Um, we were in central PA for a better part of 15 years. Oh, wow. And so I was working at the university out there. My husband was as well. And we had an opportunity to move out here. And so we knew we wanted to stay in a similar t type of environment. Sure. So where in Upper Bucks originally? Um, oh gosh, it's called Regalsville, Pennsylvania. Oh, I know, where, I know where it is actually. But My we, wife is in, from Easton, oh, so we sure. would drive all the okay. way up six eleven because we used to live in Northeast Philadelphia. So okay. we'd do four thirteen to six eleven, and we'd drive through all these little towns along the river. So yes. I've heard of them. I haven't been in all of them, but yeah. Well, what's funny is I didn't actually live in Regalsville. Oh, it was really? just the closest town that had a post uh, office oh, wow. that <laughs> delivered mail. So we didn't even, we were in such a cornfield that it didn't wow. even. Wow. Was it like rural there. route? One of those things? Pretty, like, pretty rural. I was my wife to... was like that too, yeah. because like for most of her life, her, her family's house, like it's Easton, yes. but it's actually the stalker town. It's like this tiny little, and they live back in the woods, like a no outlet road. So they actually had a rural route. They didn't have an actual mailing address. <laughs> for the longest time and then they finally got one so yeah i can understand that um so you met your husband in college then we or, knew, or you knew of each other we knew of yeah. each other in college you know we um didn't really meet until we started working at the university and okay. he was traveling and so it was really good timing because when i started my job there i was working you know burning the midnight oil he was on the road and then that winter we met up at a mutual friend's house and as they say the rest is the rest history. is history yeah. sure for sure so what was what was it that you were doing at the university what was your working background sure so i cut my teeth in residence life and okay. student life administration um, at a different college 
college down in Maryland and then totally unqualified. I was 23. They said, why don't you come up and be in charge of the student conduct system for our entire university? <laughs> and I said, okay, that sounds like a fantastic idea. Right. And actually, you know, it was by far the biggest challenge of my life. But as with most challenges, it was the most rewarding. Right. You know, I, I had an opportunity to work with fantastic people who really mentored me. We had a great team. And, you know, I quote unquote, grew up in that environment, you know, in a really supportive place where I had done my undergrad, undergraduate work, and then eventually ended up taking my office from an office within a department and pulling it out of that department. I worked my way up, became director of my own separate student conduct office. It was the Office of Community Standards and Student Conduct. We did a lot of programming. We did a lot of outreach. I worked with different people across campus to reach out to students and their families about you know, safe and responsible decision-making, right. all that good stuff that, you know, people just love to talk about. Like, yeah, right. <laughs> to be a one good drink an hour, society. safe, yeah. responsible drinking, you right. know, <laughs> look out for one another. But it was about community, yeah. you know, it was about community. And so it's, I did that for about eight or nine years, and it was great. And then when my husband had an opportunity to come out here, he said, okay, you know, what's next? What can we do? Yeah. So I worked at Ursinus College for a while oh, and okay. worked there in fundraising. So I got to see another part of the university <laughs> college life right. and had another great team that I was fortunate enough to work with there. And then now I stay home with my son and the three of us are our own little team. That's right. Well, I would imagine <laughs> that, especially, you know, entering into what you're now entering into, yes. that you can glean a lot from those interactions that you've had of, you know, conflict mm -hmm. resolution uh, education, mm -hmm. you know, all of those things that you had, and you are also that you were the face essentially for, you know, um, dealing with those issues and stuff. So oh, it, it kind of, it, I find it interesting to hear people's journeys that what at the time might seem like, you know, random dots, random you can actually look back and see like the, the line that prepared you for what you're entering into in the, or what you're facing today. You actually yes. have a lot of um, arrows in your quiver, as it were, um, to be equipped to handle those new challenges and obstacles. So that's uh, really interesting. One hundred percent. In fact, I was at a I was at a fundraiser and somebody was you know talking to me about my journey and I said, well, you know, I, I don't have any experience being mayor. And he yeah. said, nobody has experience being mayor. <laughs> yeah. And I said, well, that's a really good point. You know, yeah. and, and so you when, can't be a, a mayor. <laughs> they're like, oh yeah, I used to be the mayor in this town, and they kicked me out, and I had to move here. And then I'm like, how does that work? Yes, yeah, exactly. So. I'm like, that's an excellent point. Yeah. So when they approached me with the idea, you know, have you ever considered this? I started laughing, and I remember Neil Dom, the current borough president, yeah. uh, said, or the borough. He said, uh, you know, you don't seem that surprised. And I said, well, this is actually not the craziest thing anyone's ever asked you to do. <laughs> and looking back, it kind of makes sense to, you know, yeah, you're, all this you probably, together. I would imagine, went back to being 23 and being asked to yeah, be the, exactly. the director of student life. And all that stuff. you're like, yeah, sure, I guess. Like, okay, well, that, you know. Challenge. Yeah, that's funny. So how, how was it, were you already involved in, in certain local, um, you know, local service that you, they had kind of seen you and, and groomed or like, how did that process, or you just were walking down the street and they said, you, you walk past uh, the, the borough hall and they said, that woman looks like a great mayor. Hey, come on in. We want to ask you something. It was about. somewhere in between. <laughs> it was somewhere in between. Yeah, I didn't paint quite uh, a far end of the spectrum. With most, that yeah, yeah, most things are. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I wish I could say that I was involved in 600 committees already, right. but you know, but we had been here about a year and a half and my son was a great, still is a great sleeper at six months old. That's and great. My husband said, you know, they're looking for someone to be involved in this committee and this committee. There's my son now. Yeah. <laughs> crying in the background. Um, 
why don't you take a look at what we can do in town? I said, that, that's a great idea. You know, we had already been to the Halloween parade. We had been to, you know, a bunch of other things that were going on. I said, yeah, I can roll up my sleeves and, and help out with some of this with my yeah. event planning and programming and love of all those things. And so I reached out to Borough Council, was interviewed by Alex Metricardi, who's also currently in council. And we just had, you know, we hit it off. We had a great conversation. She's also formally in higher education. So, you know, there was an immediate like, oh, higher education, yeah. great. <laughs> right? you know, we speak yeah. the same language. This is fantastic. And so behind the scenes, she was talking to some of her peers saying, you know, I met somebody, you know, let's think about ways that she can be involved. And so they approached me with the idea. And like I said before, the rest history. <laughs> yeah, I mean, obviously, you're, this is all new. So, you know, we can't really get into the, the nitty gritty of what it's like to be a mayor in a small town because you're still learning it. And it's still, oh, yes. you're, yeah, it's, it's all happening as it goes. So just like with many things, no, you know, you don't know what you're getting into as much as they try to prepare you. Um, but tell me a little bit, I think I, I find it interesting. Tell me a little bit about the, the process. Like how do you, how does one decide and then apply, like how does that work where you go from being a normal citizen in a town to like, <laughs> I am officially like, did you have a press conference or like announce your candidacy? Like, so you know, funny. it's like, what was that, that decision like? And, and then what were the steps that you actually had to take to make it official. Sure. Well, first I had to come out to my family as a Democrat. That's okay. the first thing I had to do. <laughs> yeah, you have to actually claim, pick one, right? I had to, I had to pick a side. Unfortunately, yeah. And what's really fun, you, I mean, you're just 100%, you're hitting the nail on the head. Yeah. I've learned so much throughout this whole process. And one of the biggest things I learned is, I mean, there are pretty much no partisan issues in the borough. Right. You know, people yeah. in a small town... Unfortunately, there's a lot of red tape in other areas we have to contend with when it comes to pretty much everything. But when you get right down to it, we're all working together as, I'm going to sound totally cheesy, but we're all working together as community because we all want the same things. We're all neighbors, regardless of quote unquote, what side of the line you're on. And so, you know, I wish as we got up farther in politics, we could cross the aisle a lot more because when you take a look at some of these small towns doing this great work, it has nothing to do with if you're red or blue or in between. And we're trying to fill potholes. We're picking up leaves and recycling. Yeah, it's a totally different environment than what we see on the news all the time about a political landscape. Exactly. You're living next door. Like, that's one of the things I talked about. I mean, I've, I've... I didn't intend when starting the show. I mean, obviously wanted to talk to people who were prominent members of the community. Mm-hmm. Um, but just the the the, share, the affinity that I'm finding with people who come from such different backgrounds, like this is what a community is. Yes, and absolutely. and we we're we're taught by mm-hmm. um, our social media news feed and our our television that we watch that everyone wants different things mm-hmm. and you realize that everybody wants the same thing we just might go about it with yes. different methods we get so. there in a different way right. with different philosophies but then when you boil it down say well actually we want some really similar things right so yeah but we, we're, we're yelling at the top and everybody's you know struggling down here and it's like well let's help each other out it's been really interesting because you know yes. talking to Anil obviously back in the third episode talking to Joe Cerisi who's now running for mm-hmm. uh, state representative in 2018 mm-hmm. um you know, it's it, the the party they were affiliated with did not come up. The party I'm affiliated affiliated with didn't come up because it it shouldn't be our identity. And I feel like exactly. people identify with the wrong thing instead of being I identify as a human who lives in Rogersport Borough. We identify as this or that, and it's kind of like, well, that's you're missing the point. I think a little bit. So. Right, and it's powerful because when we were knocking on doors and introducing ourselves, I would say, "Hi, I'm your neighbor. I live over here, and I'm yeah. running for mayor." And people would really light up, like, right. "Oh yeah, you're my neighbor." 
Harbor. That's like, really cool. You know, totally. I, I walk my son by your house and, you know, I see, you know, a hundred people a day walk by going up down to the stores. And so back to your original question, though, it's really funny. You said joked about the press release because yeah. I, I actually did put out, you know, I started my Facebook page. Jennifer Warriors Ward. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I put it out to my friends and family and my social networks privately and thought, well, you know, maybe a couple of my friends will throw me a bone and like my right. page. And it's turned into something much bigger than that, which is right. great. But somebody uh, at the time on Borough Council said something we were all conversing and he said, yeah, when news broke of your candidacy yesterday. And I thought, when news <laughs> broke of my candidacy, I love that. Like, as if I had had, yes, yeah. I was, you know, standing in front of Borough Hall and said, and I'm Jenna Antonowitz, I'm running for mayor. If I had, uh, if we had started the show a year ago, we could have done like a full on like fake podium with microphone yes, that had like have. a fake, like four letter call station, you know, news station. And Meanwhile, all the podium would be cardboard, yeah. you know, just the like The camera would pan out and there would be like a guy with his dog standing there <laughs> right. watching. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Randomly. Exactly. No, that's hilarious. And, uh, so, um, it, it, and so, and I tell people this and they are really surprised, you know, so anyone can run for public right. office at any time and you don't even have to go through the formal process. You can have people write you in during the primaries. Right. You can have people write you in during the election. So you can start campaigning really at any point, which yeah. is really one of the cool things about this country, right? Yeah. But <laughs> I've uh, done a lot more writing in than I ever thought I would based <laughs> on recent <laughs> election cycles. Sure. So, so officially, yeah. you have to get 10 signatures on a petition to run for mayor. 10. And that's mayor, of course. Mayor of a would, small it has borough. to do based on population, sure. right? I'm, yeah, and I believe, and I'd have to look into it, yeah. I'm sure if you're running for some judge or other, or <laughs> yeah. you, you probably have to get more than 10, yeah. you know? But... <laughs> Even doing that process, you know, maybe I'm just a little slow sometimes when it comes to, you know, having some mindfulness about these things, but people really take a chance. They don't know you. They're putting their name and their address on a piece of paper saying, I met you for 30 seconds. I like what you had to say. And, you know, that that official document goes down and um, gets filed. And so it was pretty cool. Yeah, like you're officially signing the papers in Borough Hall, and you're like, oh man, what am I doing? <laughs> what am I getting myself into? <laughs> so, you know, we did it, and um, a bunch of us ran together, you know, on just sort of just the platform of for continuing the progress here in Royers Ford, and people right. really responded. You know, it was it was really it was a really flattering thing, and this yeah. election, this past election, meant a lot of things to a lot of people, and I was humbled and really surprised when people came out, friends of mine who haven't spoken to in years just because you lose touch reached out right. and said this is so cool that you're doing this That's and awesome. being the first female mayor of Royers Ford is it's pretty exciting and I it's not that I wasn't thinking about it that way but yeah. seeing how it was really impacting people in a positive way um I mean they're you know who knows what they say about studies but they they are saying you know more people were getting involved after the 2016 election mm-hmm. more women more young people just wanting to be involved in the communities and so that's a really really great thing. Yeah. I wish I could say that I was being noble and I'm going to get involved <laughs> after the election but it was really just me wanting to get involved in the community and then it turned into a bigger thing that yeah. <laughs> um, became symbolic which is like hilarious to me but yeah it's really flattering that it meant a lot to a lot of people and so therefore you know it means a lot to me and my family yeah i can share in that feeling because with even with this tiny little show like the response has been aside from uh, one or two people who did not like the way i dressed <laughs> I you love know, your combination. You know who you are. You <laughs> You're probably great. watching this episode. We didn't even coordinate outfits well. <laughs> today. It just happened that way. <laughs> um, no, I have, you know, you, you get the, the trolls anywhere. But um, the response, like, I just started, orig- like, I 
wherever I, we lived kind of transient, like the last year and a half, we were renting temporarily in order to position ourselves to find the place we're going to live forever, basically. And uh, so I had this idea of like, whenever I get to where I'm going to end up, I want to dive like head on in to Mm -hmm. like, I don't want to feel like, oh, I don't know anything about the community. Like I want to know so that, you know, in a matter of a few years, I'm the guy that, like, yo, that's the guy that, he knows everything. If you want to know where to go to get something, like, like I want to be the guy. So, not from an ego standpoint, but just because I I, I don't want to be, you know, a tr- transplant, for lack of a better term. So, like, it's well, been really fun to watch people as they, yeah, uh, you know, I just started the Facebook page, like you did. Like, just to kind of start putting it out there. Before, mm-hmm. I knew the show was, like, a few months away, but I started just... You know, taking pictures and saying, oh, I was at this restaurant and, you know, just mm-hmm. little things like that. And all of a sudden people started liking the page and I was like, whoa, this is crazy. <laughs> like it just, and then after the first episode after Community Day, mm-hmm. um, like we doubled in like, like it just blew up. And it's been really encouraging to see how invested people are in the, mm-hmm. this area. I think people like to relate to things, right. right? So when they see something online, like, oh, I've been there. Yeah, that's oh, right. I've been I to know that guy. I yeah. know that place. I yeah. know that guy. And so... There's a sense of relatability, and and that's where community building really starts to come up. So I thank you for doing it. Oh, yeah, no problem. It's been a pleasure. I've gotten to meet so many people, and I don't feel that, like, like I – it's cool to see articles about places, and I'm like, oh, I know them. You know, like I just saw – you know, this uh, we're filming this before Thanksgiving, so I know it's not going to be on, on, on that time. But the Simply Positive Kids, which mm-hmm. is a local nonprofit, is hosting an event at Stickman Brews. Mm-hmm. And they were both past guests of Discover Springford. So I'm like, oh, cool. Like, like there's all this, like, this, you know, um, what's the word I'm looking for? I'm not amalgamation, but, like, all these things are interconnected. And I'm every time I meet it, yes, yeah, synerg- synergy. That's a good <laughs> one. Um, but every time I meet a new person i'm reaching out to people independently for the most part um mm-hmm. and then i find out like oh they know this person and that like everybody is connected everybody knows anna mm-hmm. marie everybody knows tomato joe everybody knows anil like it's mm-hmm. crazy how um you know the the even though we're in such a disconnected society how connected this area is to each other and i find that really encouraging especially mm-hmm. as we try to you know develop the area not in a negative sense of like just big shopping malls and all that stuff but like Mm -hmm. revitalizing main street all the different projects that i'm sure everybody would be happy with uh the end results they might not like how how long it takes to get there and everything um but that was like you had said going back to talking about like where you wanted to end up that's how my wife and i felt too Mm -hmm. it's like wherever we end up there were like certain things that we wanted Mm-hmm. checked off on the box mm-hmm. <clears throat> and uh, I wanted my taxes going to a good school district I wanted to be close enough to main roads where we weren't like out in the middle of nowhere but I also wanted to be in a very small tight-knit community mm-hmm. and you know for us it's Royers Ford you know for for many of you watching it's Limerick it's it's Upper Providence Township mm-hmm. it's Spring City Borough um, there's just something really exciting about what we're seeing happen going forward Absolutely. So, um, with that, why don't I find it would be a good time to talk about like some of the the things that the mayor? What's the obviously the mayor of Royers Ford is different than the mayor of Philadelphia, like in far yes. in terms of responsibility. <laughs> uh, you know, even in the governmental structure, I know mm-hmm. the borough council bears a lot of the decision making weight. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and I mean, obviously there are councils in every every city, um, but what does the the mayor position entail? 
just for us lay people that don't really know, I'm sure you're still uncovering like, oh, I didn't know that was my responsibility. <laughs> like, um, so, you know, what I'm sure they painted, they, they had to tell you and convince you to run. So they had to give you, you know, a, a job description, essentially. So what is what would you say the job description of the mayor of Royersford is? Well, what's really interesting is if you Google it, right, or in Wikipedia comes up and then you look at different <clears throat> articles on on the Google, it pretty much, it'll say one, basically one line. The mayor works with borough council, tie-breaking vote works with the police department. Oh, really? And you're okay. just like, oh, okay, you know? It works with, that's very so, generic. Yeah. So then, uh, then I think what happens, and this is going to be another cheesy answer, yeah. is each person who's in the position really has to define what it means for them. And mm-hmm. for me, being mayor means connecting people. Um, some of the things that I love doing and Hopefully people would say I'm, I'm best at is making connections, building relationships, building community, some of the things we were talking about before. Right. And so there's, there's a lot of stuff that people are doing that you can say, well, I know this other person's doing that as well. Why don't you partner? You know, something that can be yeah. very simple, um, which can seem complicated when you're trying to, you know, tie a bunch of things together. But... Uh, like we said before, a lot of people have a lot of the same goals. And so I see myself in as mayor of this town doing those things, along with the, the one-sentence blurb that you find yeah. online. Um, and it's going to be different for everyone, but that's how, what I feel my role is being, being right. a liaison for the folks in town to get messages to borough council. If you go to a borough council meeting, folks are in the audience and they're saying, people fly down this road and people are doing this and that. And a lot of times council sits there and goes, we didn't know yeah. if you hadn't come to tell us. I mean, that's great. Thank right. you. Thank you for coming and, and telling us that. And so being, so, hopefully I'm not just the complaint center. Yeah. But. <laughs> yeah, we're not inviting complaints. We're not here. inviting yeah. complaints. But, I don't view that as my role. Yeah. <laughs> but having an opportunity to be that voice and to say, you know, these folks in this committee need a little bit of extra help. And that's the second thing that I really want to do along with helping council support the advancement of Main Street to not make it, we don't want to be the next Phoenix build. We want to be Royer's Ford. We want to be historic. We want to be a great community where there's things for all people of all ages to be able to do recreationally down by the river and our hopefully walking trails are going to start connecting soon and saying, yeah, I want to go get a bite to eat and a cup of coffee and um, have some things to do. And so it's come a long way just in the past few years. We have some things that we want to continue to do, um, but keeping that historic charm. But that was a long preface in saying the other thing that I want to do is to be able to get more people involved. I think that our street is a great example. Our neighbors moved here in 1958, and we they say all the time, we're the second wave of folks that they've seen since they were the first house on the block. All the families came. They all had their kids. They grew up. They moved out. Mm. And there's four or five, I want to say six families just on our block who are, you know, moved back in within the past seven years. And now we have all of our kids. And so my neighbors are watching sort of the second yeah, wave. Yeah, that's pretty cool. So the point being that there are so many young people, young, people of all ages who right. have moved here that are transplants that are really wanting to get involved or but don't know how and don't know that there are committees that they can join. And maybe they're not following the Facebook page very closely. And so how can, what are different ways that we can reach out to them and make sure that they're doing that. There's no need for our committees to only be committees of two or three when there's so many people who want to be connected and help. And so that's the other thing that I really want to try to do. Yeah, that's really, I mean, I think the, like just in talking to you about your background and obviously just talking to you in general, I don't think you're going to have any problems with that. (laughs) (laughs) You have a a knack for it, uh, for sure. So, um, 
one of the things I found really interesting in talking to Anil as well was the idea of, and, and we talked about it at length, um, people like making the change, like being the people mm-hmm. that, that actually affect the change instead of just being the people who talk about what it needs to, what needs to be done, mm-hmm. actually taking a shovel and doing it or whatever. Sure. Um, and I think like you had said with the current climate that we're in, I think we're seeing that more than ever, which is great because I feel like what the, the worst thing you can do is, um, detach yourself from the situation. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, because of what's going on, we, we tend to want to do that. I know I'm guilty of that. I, I unfollow quite a, quite many friends. No offense. Uh, we're still friends on Facebook, but I'm just like, all right, enough. Like you're doing nothing to fix the problem. Stop talking about the problem. Mm-hmm. And I'm a very big believer in, uh, until you've actually walked a mile in somebody else's shoes, like you can't d- determine what someone's motivation is. Mm-hmm. And also, until you've tried to fix the problem, you can't complain about the problem. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I'm a problem solver by heart. So, I, like, I don't... When people say, ah, oh, it's not my problem, I go, like, but... Uh, like, it's, like, the worst thing I can hear people say. Um, so, I'm excited. I, I think that to have more folks who want to be engaged, want to be involved, is, mm-hmm. is crucial to the success and further development. And I'm glad you said that about not being the next Phoenixville, because Royersford is Royersford. Spring yes, City, Spring City, absolutely. Limerick's Limerick, Upper Providence. Obviously, Phoenixville is in Upper Providence in portions of it. But um, we don't want to, you know, I've seen there's this TV show called like Main Street. I forget. It's like a Main Street revitalization. And people come in and they, you know, it's a reality TV show. So mm-hmm. I'm sure there's some suspended reality. Um, but you don't want that cookie cutter feel of like, mm-hmm. you know, like everything needs to, to be authentic, organic, um, to the, the area. And mm-hmm. I think we're going to, we're definitely going to see that. And that was one of the things that attracted me to this area too, was the fact that I feel like we're entering in on the ground floor. Like mm-hmm. we're not like chasing a trend. Mm-hmm. So like, I feel like I can really help. And that's one of the purposes behind the show obviously mm-hmm. is to help people understand like, why not us kind of a feeling, you know, like why not Royers Ford? Why not spring city? Um, you know, and then to, you know, to tease a little bit ahead to talk about the history of the areas, you Mm -hmm. know, that's coming up in future episodes, but to see how, how thriving they were in, in time Mm -hmm. of industry and all that kind of stuff. And everything has changed obviously over that time, but I don't see any reason why spring city can't be a destination. Roarsburg can't be a destination for people, Mm -hmm. especially given the history of the area. You know, it's just been very, very cool to see. And I, am talking too much, Uh, but, uh, it's your show. Yeah. (laughs) It is my show. (laughs) Um, so as we wrap up, I, this has been great. I could, I could continue to talk for you, uh, talk with you because I, I love to just talk to people that I can see the passion in their eyes. Mm-hmm. And when they start to talk about something they truly care about. Um, but you know, no one would watch the show if it was three hours long, <laughs> except for maybe your parents. <laughs> My husband would probably yeah, watch it. Yeah, your husband would watch it. <laughs> um, my mom would. Thanks mom. Appreciate it. Number one, discover Springford fan. Um, so why don't uh, you tell people what's what you have uh, planned uh, in your first term as mayor? It's four years, right? Four it's year four term? years. Yeah. Is there are there term limits on mayor Royers for it? Someone like, asked me that recently, yeah. and I don't know. Yeah. I feel like, I feel like there not. is not. Yeah, so, I think you can be you can be mayor for the rest of your life. Yeah. Oh wow, <laughs> that'd be pretty crazy. I know. I, my people used to joke when I lived in the Lansdale area. I didn't live in the borough, and I so badly wanted to yes. live in the borough. 
And people, because I would be at every event, and people would call me the mayor of Lansdale. And I was like, that's awesome. I like that. So you're the mayor of Royersport. So I'm not gunning for you or anything, so don't worry. Uh, yeah. That's what elections but I just, are for. Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> but I was like, oh, yeah, she's like, I know the mayor. Like, that's pretty cool. So <laughs> I'm hoping that I get a scepter and a sash. It hasn't come yet. No. But... I'm not allowed to accept gifts either, so I, I don't know. Yeah. Buy myself a scepter and a sash. Yeah, just for your, you know, for when you have a particularly hard day in in mayoral duties, exactly. you can just remind yourself uh, that there's a, that you're still the queen. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, two part uh, mini series. Yeah, <laughs> I know you had mentioned the Facebook page, which is Jennifer Royersford. We'll have the links below the video. But are there any other? Um, any other places where people can go either to find out about getting involved uh, mm-hmm. in Ford, uh whether that's civil service or what have you, um, any other websites or resources if you want to plug sure. those now, that'd be great. Well, the Royersford Borough website has our meeting minutes for every council meeting, and I would really like to use technology pretty soon here to make sure that we're getting our borough council meetings maybe live, maybe uh, live yeah, on Facebook. Facebook. Live, yeah. um, there might be a rule against that. I yeah. don't know. There's been many rules. I'm like, that's a rule? But it makes sense yeah. that there's rules in government, yeah. right? And so it's important to follow them. Yeah. But um, if we're able to do something like that, because first of all, winter is cold. Right. And so maybe you don't want to leave your house. And, you know, the meeting minutes don't capture the robustness that sometimes can be meeting. <laughs> you know, so. Robustness. Yes, the robustness. <coughs> meetings. But it's always important to take a look at that. Um, it's always important to, if you can't make it to a meeting and you have something you want to say, every meeting there's an opportunity for folks to say things. Um, and so that's really good. We've had people from other towns and other school districts come in that say, you know, we're hoping to partner in this way and that, and that's how we find out about it. And so they're the second and last Tuesday of every month at 715 in Borough Hall. Um, Facebook, certainly follow my page, but also the Royers for Borough page is really important to follow. There's actually an option on the Facebook if you're not aware the Facebook yeah. where you can have it be the top of your news feed all the time um, you can do that with any organization because right. you know it's just so, so easy to miss yeah it's things. like the fire fire hose mentality in our news feed mm-hmm. so yeah you can set to see the things that you really want to be un- un- notified by mm-hmm. especially words for borough announcements things like that discover spring forward maybe I'm just just putting just, that out you know, there you can set to example. see first and it doesn't mean that it's going to necessarily alert you but just when you pull up your news feed it'll mm-hmm. be at the top so you don't miss it which is I think important exactly I'm um, also I'm on Instagram it's also at Jenna for Royers Ford um, on Twitter a little not I, not as on that as much, but yeah, that's nobody is anymore. Jenna, Sorry, Twitter. Jenna for mayor. Uh, and I have to change that since I am the mayor now. Yeah, that's right. Jenna the mayor. Well, stay yeah. tuned. I might be changing that. Yeah. Um, but you know, that aside, uh, you know, I have an email address. You can t- find it on the borough website. There's lots of different ways in the world to get involved and to get in touch with people. And we know that it's not all social media. For as many different personalities as there are, there needs to be that many different ways to reach out and get involved, to connect with people. So we don't hang our hat on just one different way. But those are some examples of ways that you can reach out to us. That's great. Yeah, that's Mm -hmm. a good point, too, because that's one of the things that uh, even I... uh, you know, I'm guilty of, of relying too heavily on Facebook and things like that. Um, but you can sign up for email newsletters if you really like email. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of different ways. There's there's print, uh, which, you know, who knows, someday Discover Springford may have a little magazine that you can pick up or something like oh. that. If, if people prefer to read mm-hmm. an interview, some people like that. 
Uh, We could get the interviews transcribed or something. All big things, big future dreams and things like that. So, Anyway, Jenna, thank you so much for your time. Thanks for uh, having the smell of fresh baked cookies when I walked in. That was pretty awesome. She's trying to butter me up a little bit. (laughs) So I I don't do a hit piece on her. Uh, (laughs) An expose uh, (laughs) of Discover Springboard. Thank you so much for your time. Really appreciate it. Stay tuned for more. We have great episodes coming up to finish out season one of Discover Springford, and we are now accepting submissions from businesses, civil servants, and other prominent members of the community for season two. And you can leave messages in the comments if you are interested in another season of Discover Springford. We don't want to be presumptuous and think that you actually want to see more episodes. So, and I don't want to undertake the the workload if nobody's really nobody really cares. So, leave some comments in the bottom. And uh, be sure to follow uh, everything that Jenna's doing. I'm sure you're going to be seeing her around town a lot, especially when it warms up again. Uh, not maybe in the wintertime, but uh, get out in the community and discover all the great things that Spring Ford has to offer. Yeah.